How's it going, everyone? And welcome to There Will Be Reviews. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2024 American superhero film, Madam Web. This film is directed by S.J. Clarkson, and it's a screenplay co-written by Clarkson and Claire Parker. The film stars Dakota Johnson as Madam Web, or Cassie Webb, alongside Sidney Sweeney, Celeste O'Connor, Isabella Merced, Tahar Rahim, Mike Epps, Emma Roberts, and Adam Scott. The basic plot of the film follows the character of Cassie Webb, who discovers she has the ability to see into the future. She is forced to use those powers to protect three young women from a mysterious man from Cassie's mother's past named Ezekiel Sims. Sims has similar voyeuristic powers like Cassie, but he also has many abilities that are similar to Spider-Man, including a very similar spider suit, and he is set on murdering these three young women because he believes they will murder him in the future future. Now, Madam Web is the fourth installment of Sony's new non-Spider-Man spider universe, which includes two Venom films and a Morbius film. That's right, Morbin time. Now, as far as how I feel about all these films, I have a soft spot for the two Venom films simply because I really enjoy Tom Hardy's erratic, over-the-top performance. And uh, Morbius is just god-awful, but the one thing about it that I found entertaining was Matt Smith's over-the-top performance as the villain. Madam Web, I will definitely say is better than Morbius. However, keep in mind, that's really not saying much. But the problem with Madam Web is that it doesn't have anything that's memeable about it. And also it lacks any over-the-top fun performance like we got with Matt Smith or Tom Hardy. And so I found this film to not necessarily be bad, but I just found it to be a boring, weird mess of a movie. The film gets started and it goes into one gear, and we stay in that gear for the entire film. I'm, and I spent the entire film just waiting for it to kick up a notch, but it never does until finally it just abruptly ends. And it ends in this really poorly done climax that left me laughing when it concluded because the conclusion of the film is that they give you the promise of the possibility of a team-up film in a movie that Sony doesn't really seem to want people to watch. And so the biggest selling point of this film is that if you get through this chaotic mess, you might get a team-up film that no one seems to be asking for and that Sony doesn't really seem to want to live up to that promise. It's just really confusing to watch. And I, I just left wondering to myself, why did anybody think that this was a good idea? I like Dakota Johnson as an actress, but she just kind of floats throughout this film. She does not seem to have any emotional investment in this whatsoever. She just kind of seems to go from scene to scene. She gives a very monotone performance that doesn't seem to really have any levels to it. There are a couple of moments where she seemed to have ad-libbed a few funny lines, which I did enjoy, but I can kind of tell that she just got to a point where... She just was over it. She knew this film was bad. She knew this wasn't going to work. And so she decided to have a little bit of fun. And you can definitely tell that she knew that this film was bad. Because if you watched her during the promotional tour of this film, she seemed like she was promoting this film out of duress. Like, she knew it was bad. She knew there was no point in her promoting it. She knew it was going to be a failure. But she had to do it anyway. And she was miserable during the entire process. And this is a woman that literally had to promote three Fifty Shades of Grey films. So that is saying something. The three other actresses in the film playing the young women, I mean, I don't know what to say about them because their characters are written to be annoying and they're also written to only have one personality trait. And I guess if I had to give them credit, I would say that they do a good job of playing that one trait. 
but I couldn't get myself invested in the safety of these girls because they weren't fully formed people, and so I didn't really care. But despite all of these lackluster performances, the person that really takes the cake is the, the character of Ezekiel Sims. Tahar Rahim, I looked him up. He is apparently a very critically praised, award-nominated actor, but I don't know what it was, whether it was the material or the directing, but he gives one of the worst performances in a superhero film I've seen from a villain performance. I think the problem is that he took himself so seriously. This very much could have been the entertaining, over-the-top performance, but he never goes there. He plays it extremely grounded, very subtle, and I mean through the entire film. There are sequences where he's flying through the air using his spider powers, where during similar scenes in other Spider-Man films, when that's going on, the actor playing Spider-Man usually tries to put, put in an effort that he's going to sound like he's out of breath or that he's working. And for him, nope. He The whole time, he's like flying through the air, running up walls, just going, I'll get to you eventually. And it was just so boring to watch. And I just, I feel bad for so many people in this film because, I, like I said, I like Dakota Johnson as an actress. I like all of these actors. Tahir Rahim apparently is a great actor. S.J. Clarkson apparently has a lot of great television credits as a director, and it sucks that this is her foray into big-budget Hollywood filmmaking, but I just don't know what people were thinking when it came to making this film, because it seems like they took all of the worst elements of the current state of Marvel and early 2000s superhero films when... You know, we got a couple of good ones in there, but then they got a little lazy and we were just like, oh, wow, this is bad. I hope they're going to do something different. And they just put it all together because that's what this film really reads to me. It, I don't know what they were thinking when they made this film, because clearly Sony realized that what they had was just garbage because they haven't put any effort into promoting this film. They put out one trailer months ago, and I'll give them credit. I've seen that trailer in every film I've seen in the theater since it's come out, but they've put no effort into promoting it other than begrudgingly forcing Dakota Johnson to go out and promote it, but they haven't put out a new trailer. Nothing. In fact, the review embargo for this film was lifted today, the day before the film premieres, which usually is a studio's way of subtly saying, we don't believe in this film, we don't want the bad word of mouth to get around to deter anyone who might have been thinking of seeing this film, so we're going to hold on to the reviews as long as we can, try to get that open weekend, cut our losses, and then just move on. Because it's very clear that Sony had no faith in this film. They don't think that this film's going to be a success. They're just hoping to recoup a little bit of what they spent on it in the box office, but... Ultimately, yeah, this film just screams that they didn't know what they were trying to make, and therefore, I don't know what I got when I actually sat down to see this film. And, and so I'm just left wondering how the same studio created the universe that is beyond the Spider-Verse, one of the most creative, visionary films, and which is on track to be in one of the greatest superhero trilogies of all time. That same studio is also making these movies. How is that possible? I just don't know, but all in all, I think it's pretty obvious to you guys that I do not recommend this film. I am not a fan of it. I wouldn't go as far as to say that it's complete garbage, but it's, I really don't know what I can say to you guys to make you want to go to this film because it really left me with absolutely nothing. I'm going to forget about it in T-minus one day. So if I have to give this film a score, 
I don't know. I'd probably give it like maybe a three and a half, maybe four out of 10. And I'm only doing that because I feel like it deserves to be slightly better than Morbius, but not by much. So I'm going to say three and a half out of 10. Those are my thoughts on the film, Madam Web. Hope you guys enjoyed this review. I got a few more reviews coming out for you very shortly. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. Hope you guys have yourself a wonderful day. And always remember, no matter what happens, there will be reviews. Talk to you guys soon.